0: Welcome to Canoe. I'm Junior. And I'm Jordan. We're two pastors, but don't worry, we're not going to preach. Now we think the best conversations happen on a canoe, especially ours. So whether you're on a run, in the kitchen, or on your commute, grab a paddle, hop in the canoe, let's navigate a river together. Who wants an ice cream smoothie? This is by far the weirdest podcast we've probably done yet it, uh, definitely like we haven't done the artwork for that yet i'm just ready for the art. it's gonna look like candy Land or I'm gonna, something i'm gonna put our faces on little cherries where does this come from well last year a bunch of us staff were sitting in the conference room we were having this creative meeting you know just letting those creative juices flow them flow looking at artwork all of that And Jordan, like a good buddy, was sitting right next to me and he was drinking one of those healthy breakfast smoothies. Yeah, I was getting a little weight. And so I said, you know what? I need to go on a little bit of a health, little health diet. Yeah, I was impressed because those can be pretty nasty. Like Nicole makes some sometimes. Yeah. It's hit or miss. Like kale and blueberries, pretty good. Spinach and yogurt, okay, it's a little hard to get down. But it's good for you, right? It's the point. You got to start the day off healthy. So, like a good friend, I'm sitting next to him. I encourage him, like, hey, man, good for you. What is in this healthy smoothie of yours? And you said, well, Junior, it's strawberries and yogurt. But you didn't really like the taste, did you? Okay, in my defense, it was disgusting. <laughs> and so I started out with strawberries and yogurt, and then I, then I just added a little bit of sugar and ice cream. You added sugar, too. Yeah, sugar and well. ice cream. this part as well. <laughs> so you think about this. The point was to be healthy, but you added ice cream to make it taste good. Now we've defeated the purpose. Now we're just downright unhealthy. It would have been better not to have eaten at all. What are you talking about? It's still healthy. There's healthy things in there. It is. You have sugar and ice cream in there, which not only defeats the purpose, it makes it unhealthy. It was kind of like a milkshake (laughs) by the end of it, I will admit. And yet, as ridiculous as that may be or as funny as that may be, my guess is you are guilty of doing the same exact thing just in a very different way. Stick tight. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But first, we've got Riverviews. One, two, three, four, five stars, Riverviews. Junior, we reviewed your birthday gift to me last week. Yeah. And this week, I thought we could review the gift that not necessarily I got you, but yeah. a bunch of our friends got you. Every Monday night, we have a group of guys over at your house to smoke cigars and hang out. We do. This group pulled together. And yeah. they bought you a so a smokeless solo stove yeah, it's fire pit. Awesome, because like I love fires. Fire is just like my thing. That's your right? thing. You know, we talked about what would you do if it was like Junior Ziggler Day? Yeah, just have a fire. So they gave me this fire pit, and it's a smokeless fire pit. Smokeless. So it's but you light this fire in it like a normal fire pit, but it's designed to be smokeless. And you wonder how, right? I actually like it. It, it blew my mind. I like looked up. How does this happen? It, it sends up oxygen to the top of the fire pit so that the smoke burns twice so you it's can a hotter fire smoke you can burn the smoke it's a hotter fire and it is more smokeless wow it is incredible i feel like that's what hell will be like well that's a big downer <laughs> <laughs> so solo stove yeah i saw it last night yeah it's pretty cool I've had i had it thought, two weeks now but it was your gift so you review it first definitely five star if i could do six seven wow. star i mean honestly what's I, the I, pricing love this thing i, I don't know i don't even know it was a gift <laughs> but my guess is it's got to be a couple hundred bucks i have no idea I just looked it up. Pretty good price point. 259. Yeah, that's what it was. 259. Solo stove, you have 5 stars from me. What about you, Jordan? You saw last night, my favorite part, just watching the fire inside of the stove. Oh, yeah, you can't even explain it. It's beautiful. mesmerizing. Absolutely. Looks like a bunch of fire dancers just oh. dancing in front of you. Right on my patio. Right on your patio. Right? Screw yeah. Hawaii. Go to your porch. 5 <laughs> stars. 5 stars. Solo stove. <laughs> remember after you asked me about my healthy smoothie. Yeah, the healthy, in quotes. <laughs> you, you said, you thought it was, you started laughing, you thought it was ridiculous, and you yeah, said, this it has is. to be a sermon <laughs> illustration somehow. Yeah, and now here we're doing a podcast about it. Find me the connection here. What's so big revelation that we had to name a river yeah, after it, right? You know, we live in a society that has relationships all based around ice cream smoothies. And here's what I mean. You have friends around you. You have family members around you and they come to you for advice or they come to you to bounce something off of you or they come to you that need to quote unquote vent about something or gossip. And what they need to hear like something healthy, like you've thought this before, right? Somebody's talking to you and they're telling you a problem they're having. And you're like, dude, this is totally your fault. You need to do this. But instead you kind of pat them on the back and you're like, Oh man, I'm so sorry for you. That that's total. that totally validate what they're saying. Yeah. So instead of a conversation that should have been healthy, it actually became very unhealthy because all you did was validate their feelings it on the topic. It became ice cream in the smoothie. I was sitting around a fire a while back with a guy. Solo and stove. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have the solo stove at this time. But this guy came and he was just talking about some of his his marital issues that he was going through. And, and some of the stuff he was saying, there were some definite like problems that, he was contributing to though you know when it comes to marriage it's two people you know that takes two people to tango but this guy was adding to a lot of the marital issues that he was facing and and as he was talking you know i kind of felt for him because you know he's hurting and he's coming to me and he's venting about it and all i wanted to do is add ice cream which is what i've done before right i'll just kind of validate him pat him on the back you know said what he wanted to hear and if i had what should have been a healthy conversation is now worse than no conversation. Because now he walks away from me feeling validated to be a sucky husband. Oh and hey, that, I yeah. went to Junior about it and uh, he just kinda patted me on the back. And that's scary. Yeah. Your response to someone could make or break really someone's life and future. It reminds me of Proverbs twenty seven, six. It says, Better are the wounds of a friend than the, the deceitful kisses of an enemy. Think about how much kissing's going on. Oh, every, everywhere. I mean, Jordan, how often have we, do, will we counsel somebody? We'll talk to somebody, we'll give them advice, but hey, here's what you need to do with your kids. You need to go do this with your marriage. You need to have this conversation. And then they'll run to a friend because they don't like what, they, the, what, yeah. they, what we said. So they'll run to a friend and the friend then just validates their own feelings. So then they go screw up their life even more instead of the friend being like, no, you know what, I agree. Which is, is easy to add yeah. ice cream to the smoothie. Which is easy to find. Almost yes. every single time you have some you want some advice, it's really easy to run to people that you know that's just going to agree with you and not right. challenge you rather than go to the people that hey, they might they might not give you ice cream. Yeah. They might give you some hard truth. No, and I, I would say, honestly, I'm not blowing smoke here, Jordan, but I think one of the reasons that we have a good friendship, at least on my end, is like I know I can go to you and you won't just give these deceitful kisses. You will wound as a friend and those are valuable wounds because you're pushing me to be better instead of just validating me into mediocrity. Vice versa. There's a mutual, and that's, I think, speaks to our friendship. There's this mutual push and pull where we encourage, but we also challenge. It's a real draw today to do more kissing. Most, you know, just make people feel better. Be the good guy. Be their friend. But according to Proverbs, if you do that, you are acting like an enemy because in the long run, that hurts more than anything it is a friend who pushes it is a friend who challenges it is a friend sometimes who wounds now obviously there's a line right junior yeah, yeah, yeah. like th- this isn't being you know being about a total jack a you know where you've yeah. got to walk around 24 7 being a jerk and you got all oh, right right here's here's some spinach <laughs> here's some kale oh, you, yeah. and you we, suck. I think we all know people like that right? yeah is like dude you're just a jerk <laughs> no i speak the truth no you're just a jerk bro <laughs> yeah I speak the truth. Yeah, no, you're just a tool. So how do we do this? How do we walk this line? How do we wound as a friend? Because if you can be a friend who can wound well, you are worth your weight in gold. But we have a few tips. Ways to wound as a friend. Someone comes up to you to talk. They're upset. They got a marriage problem going on. They got a thing at work going on. They have an addiction thing. And they lay it on you. What do you do? We're going to get to it. But first, we've got... Canoes! Weird, crazy, kooky news, it's Canoes! The British Psychological Society recently posted a study arguing that dad jokes are actually good for the effect, positive yeah, effect in development. An actual study. Uh, yes, that shows that it's good okay. for kids to be in a home of dad jokes. So why? Why would dad jokes be healthy? It had to do with the kid being able to see that their dad can embarrass themselves and laugh at themselves. Okay. It's all about being able not to take yourself too seriously and that you can make fun of yourself and it's not this fatal okay. loss. Interesting. It's no, a healthy I mean, thing. that's cool. Yeah, I like that because for me personally, I don't trust people who can't make fun of themselves. Oh, absolutely. If you can't laugh at yourself, yeah, I don't no, trust you. No, I can get on board with this. So... You got any good dad jokes? Jordan, I don't have many. I've got one. I need to build my repertoire. Oh, now, your kids For the are going health to be of my kids, Your kids are to going to be underdeveloped. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How do you attract a country girl? How? a tractor. <laughs> All right. You got to you got to build it up. Yeah, I do. That's a fatal loss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what we haven't done? We haven't called the woman between our walls yeah. in a while. All right. I'm let's, let's give her a call. I'm going to run one of my dad jokes past her. Let's do it. Get her on the phone. Hello, this is Nanette. How can I help you? Nani, it's Jordan. Hey. Hey, sorry, really quick. This woman called the church and they she wants to plan a funeral and I forgot our procedure. They don't have a coffin, she was just cremated, but that's fine to like we don't have any rules on that, right? No, we've had cremations here before. Okay. That's good because she said it was she said it was her last chance to have a smoking hot body. <laughs> Word. That, that's a dad joke For uh, sure And I cannot believe That you you thought that was funny Nani you you're on with two know. dudes in a canoe We are here for <laughs> your health That's right Do you feel healthier after that joke? No <laughs> Okay <laughs> Well good talking to you too Nani The wounds of a friend oh, The wounds of a friend Bye Bye So let's say somebody comes up to you today, maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's a friend, maybe a it's a kid, and they've got a problem, they're venting to you, they're upset, they're really bothered. But they're in the wrong. They're in the wrong. And you can tell, even if they're just in the 2% wrong, you've kind of picked up, hey, there's something that they could do better on this. But you're thinking, ah, do I really want to say it? We've, I might make it uncomfortable. you have all been in those moments. But then you think you know what, I don't wanna give them an ice cream smoothie like from Two Dudes in a Canoe. What do I do here? Well, we got you. Here's what you do. Number one, listen. Listen to them. Sometimes it's easy to guess what's going on. And you might be right, a lot of those guesses, but they still need to be listened to. So don't just barge in as that jerk expert. All right, hold on. I already figured out what's going on here. Don't be that person. Listen. Vulnerable people won't listen to you unless they've been listened to. Hurting people won't take another wound from you if you haven't listened to them first. It reminds me of that old John Maxwell quote. Just people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Oh yeah, it's so good. And you have to you have to bring that into every single one of your relationships. I sat down with a guy yesterday and i knew within the very first two minutes of talking to him what his problem was yeah like i knew in two minutes this is if you would do this it would fix everything but the reality is if i would have just said let me stop you there oh before man. i know anything about you before i know your background let me tell you what's wrong with you yeah. well one i might be wrong right like i right. need to have the the humility to, to say you know what i don't even know the full story but but also, he wouldn't have listened. No. Because he no. doesn't, he, there's no relational equity yeah. for him to even know that I care about Exactly. Him. That's the, and I love that you use relational equity. I'm like all big on relational equity because you have to build up relational equity and it's how you do with, what you do with listening. It's like almost like going to the doctor and you have an ailment in your body and you're explaining to the doctor all the symptoms and the doctor stops you 25% of the way through and is like, hey, hold on, let me just prescribe you this. You'd be like, oh, hold on. I'm not going to listen to you because you're not listening to me. Listen to them number two don't get caught in the weeds don't get caught in the weeds and someone has an issue and they're venting maybe it's like a work issue ah, The boss made me do this or my wife said that or my kids doing that there's a lot of weeds it's he said and she said and they did it this way but i said i want it that way i did that because they did that like all of these weeds Most people spend their lives just swimming in the weeds of he said she said that's what they thought and that's what I think teach them how to get out of the weeds get to the heart of the matter if you can find the heart of the matter you are golden find the heart of the matter. I have a friend who's struggling their marriage He's been struggling for a while so he was kind of venting to me the other day and just kind of talking about oh there's there's all this tension and she doesn't do this and I'm not really doing this we're just not connecting and clicking. Yeah, and he probably had like a billion stories showing how he didn't connect and click with his wife. (laughs) And and the reality of it, though, I said, well, when was the last time you guys went on a date night? Yeah, I "I can't even think about the last time we went on a date night. Well, dude, right there. A lot of times you want to get into all the weeds and all these different situations. But it's like you guys aren't even spending any quality time together. And a lot of times when people come to us, most of what they're saying really doesn't. It's the weeds. It really doesn't matter. Right. And that's where they want to hang out, too. It's like, oh, I don't want to do date night because she's like this. And and she said that. And she said that. Again, that's all weeds. It's if you get to the heart of the matter, you're not spending time and having fun together, then we're out of the weeds. In fact, here's a little trick on this. You could just ask them, what do you think Jesus would do in the situation? That makes them get to the heart of the matter. That makes them get out of all the weeds because, okay, Jesus would do what's right. Jesus would do this. Okay, now we've gotten rid of all the weeds, and we've gotten to the heart of the matter. So listen to them, but then get to the heart of the matter. And then number three, give them vision for their situation. Most people don't have vision for their situations because they're just caught in all the weeds. They're just focused on who said what and all the little details that really don't matter. So they don't have this vision for their situation. After years of a difficult marriage or an unhealthy house or a terrible job, their vision has dried up, and they've come to you, and you can give them a healthy smoothie of vision. It's kind of like that guy who came to me with all the problems about his marriage and all this stuff. I could have just been like, ah, dude, you're an idiot. Just take your wife out on a date. But that's not, again, a very – it's a challenge, but it doesn't – there's not much inspiration attached to it. When you're calling people out, you got to give them some vision, some hope. With the challenge. Yeah. So I was able to just say, hey, you're, you are not far from actually having the marriage that you want to have. Yeah. You're not far from having a healthier marriage. G- get a consistent date night. You're, you're painting this vision for what could be in their situation. Yep. You have to give people hope. Just giving little statements of vision. Like you said, Jordan. Hey, I think you're closer to a great marriage than you might think. That'll shake them, but that's the stuff they need to hear. Or saying things like, I think after some discipline, your kids will be a joy to have around. Saying stuff like, hey, don't quit now. Don't get a divorce now. You're closer than you think. This is what they need to hear. It's not what they came wanting to hear. It's not being validated. It's not an ice cream smoothie. It is a wound, but from a friend. The only alternative is doing what most people do, and that is validating. And you have no idea the damage that can be done through validating other people. Some careers are just a few wounds from a friend away from being better. Many marriages are just a few wounds from a friend away from being better. And God has put you in people's lives to be that friend who is willing to wound in a tactful way. Oh, still listen, get to the heart of the matter, give vision but wound a friend in order to help them grow and be healthier because you are with them. I played soccer in college, and we had this new freshman on the team, and he was so annoying. I mean, he was was show just kind of lackadaisical. He wouldn't try really hard. He was just messing around, always just trying to goof off and have fun. I was so annoyed. I remember going to another friend to gossip about him and just vent my annoyance, and my friend, he did exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. He turned it right back on me and said, hey, Jordan, remember when, remember when you were kind of like that freshman year? And remember how you had some guys come alongside you and shape you and help develop you in this? Yeah. You should go and do the same thing with this kid. It wasn't what I wanted to hear. No, It wasn't a validation. It, it wasn't a kiss. But it was a wound that ended up being a huge benefit yeah. for me and this kid. Because it set you up to be a better leader. And most people in that moment would have just validated, oh, I know, he sucks. Yeah, man, just hopefully you can get through the year. And what does that do? That does the exact opposite. Now what could have been a healthy conversation is completely unhealthy. Don't be an ice cream smoothie giver. Make your words matter. Make your conversations mean something. Don't just validate. Listen, get to the heart of the matter, and give some vision. People need it. And here's what else people need. Here's what grinds our gears. This is what grinds my gears. This is what grinds my gears. Shirts with the tag on them. Oh, my goodness. There's nothing that can put me in more of a sour mood than putting on a nice cotton shirt only for it to be ruined by the nasty texture of a tag. And, And now, like, nowadays, it's two tags. It's one on the back of the neck, which is, like, the worst spot. And now they one have one right, on, like the right on the side. Right on the side. Right? It's like, hey, what's the most ticklish spots of your body? And let's put annoying fabric there. And the worst part is then you go to cut the tag off and yeah. you end up cutting holes in your shirts. I got like 20 shirts in my closet and they got a bunch of holes all also, on the neck. I can't get on with you with that. I- you cut the shirt, too? How bad are you with scissors? Okay, I've never been great at cutting straight lines. So I'll do it where, like, I'll try to rip the tag, and then I rip the shirt, and now I got a hole. And then and then it's like, man, this is like a $20 T-shirt, and now it's like, yes, yeah. And what bothers me even more is that girls' shirts are way, way cheaper. Yeah, you could buy, like, a tank top as a woman for 4 bucks. Yeah. Guys, $50. We live in a sexist society. You know what? What's the opposite of feminist? Because I want to be that. The opposite of feminism? I think it's called being happy. Hey, Jordan, did you know that it is impossible to feel your tongue when you smile? Look at you smiling. Oh. See, this <laughs> is what this podcast does delivers beautiful smiles like that. You uh, do have more than I, one dad I, joke. I, I grabbed another dad joke for that. Wow. <laughs> well, to all of our listeners in New Jersey, Africa, China, all over the world. We're glad that you're in the canoe. No, we're allowed in China. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you haven't yet, please hit that share button. We like seeing it. We love it. We want some more of it. That's right. Help us out. Hit that share button. We will see you on the next river. Do you feel healthier after that joke?